a fresh start is wildly exciting. I don't know about you, but I find something insanely exhilarating about knowing that we can start fresh every single day, every single minute. But I think especially as teachers, we get this beautiful opportunity to start fresh every single school year. Oftentimes that means we've got a fresh set of students. Maybe we have a fresh perspective because we feel restored and rejuvenated from the summer. Maybe sometimes we have fresh curriculum or a fresh principal. But I think that sometimes what we need is the reminder that we don't have to be the teachers that we were last year if you were struggling. We don't have to really get frustrated and have fear like we have maybe the past few years after COVID. I think that there are times that we have struggle and we have stress. And I don't know about you, but I have felt that a lot in my career. But guess what? We get the chance this school year and every school year to put the past behind us and say, what do I need? to have a fresh start? What do I need to sprint into this school year instead of sprinting out of our classroom every single day? What can we do to truly hit reset so this is our best school year yet? If that is something that you feel like you are needing or wanting, if just even hearing that has caused you to potentially have a little bit of emotion I hear you because the past few years have been hard for me as well. But this school year, it's a fresh start. I have some fresh new opportunities in my classroom. I have a fresh perspective. I'm going to try some fun and fresh ideas. And I am not going to look at the past. I'm going to focus on the forward. And in this episode, what I want to do is give you four ways that you can also focus on the forward and how to start fresh, even if you have had a bad year in the past. So I'm excited that you're here. Welcome to a fresh new school year. Let's get into this episode. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. Before we get into the four things that I want to share I want to prove how focused on the forward I am, how focused I am on fresh starts. I already know that January 1st, 2024 is a Monday. Like I know that the 2024 calendar year is beginning 
on a Monday and I get so excited about random shit like that. Like, right, Monday to me is the start of a new week. I know a lot of calendars and a lot of people would argue, no, it's about a Sunday. But no, I think Monday is the first day of a new week. Like, that's how much I believe in fresh starts. But I am not looking ahead to January 2024, wishing this first few months of the school year away. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is saying I'm going to take that exact same perspective and sprint into this school year with excitement. I know that kids have changed over the years. I know that education has changed over the years. I know that in a lot of ways education is harder, but in a lot of ways, quite frankly, it is easier as well. But I also know that if I can do the four things that I want to share with you in this episode, I know that this year can be awesome, even though there have been a lot of hardships in the past few years. So what's the first thing that I'm going to do this year that I want to share with you that I urge and encourage you to do is to celebrate education every single day. What do I mean by that? I mean that sometimes we get so focused on the negatives that we miss all the really cool positives. I won bajillion. mm -hmm, That's an official number. I won bajillion percent believe that there are little moments of awesome in every single school day. They're there. There are ways for us to cheer. There are ways for us to clap kids on. There are ways for us to grow closer with a colleague. There are ways for us to connect with parents in the community. Like there are awesome things. I also understand if you open Facebook, if you look at the news, if you maybe look at legislation, there's a lot of things that are causing education to be out of control. But I think we have to just pause and say, but what are we going to focus on? Are you actively focused on failures and frustrations or are you actively celebrating successes? You can't do both. So what are you going to actively choose to do this school year? And I understand not every moment is going to be rainbows and butterflies and sunshine and unicorns. I know that. I don't expect that. I'm not oblivious to that. But what I do know is when I walk out of my school every single day, I want to pick something out that was awesome. I want to pick something out that is going to cause me to have momentum to want to walk back into my school the next day. Because here's the tip. We must be intentional about celebrating those little moments of awesome. If we don't carve that into our day, we are going to miss a lot of really cool moments. So I believe in the 180 days of awesome concept. I believe in that concept so much I have a legal trademark on the term 180 days of awesome. I'm not even kidding. That was kind of an interesting journey. Um, But that's how much I believe in it. I seriously think That when we do that, it is a mindset shift. So let me ask you kind of a real and raw, potentially difficult question right now. Are you going to shift your mindset? 
Like, are you going to approach the 2023-2024 school year and say, this can be my best year yet? Whether it's year one for you, year five for you, year 25 for you, it's year 16 for me. Like, I understand that you might have already seen your rosters and you're like, nope. Mm-mm, not this year, Monica. Or you might have seen um, your new classroom or met your new principal or met the new school board president and thought, yeah, right. Yeah, I was optimistic. And then I saw this or then I printed this or then I opened this binder and you're like, this is not the year. Yo, I understand that there are not going to be perfect conditions. The conditions in which I'm going to be teaching in this year are absolutely not perfect. But do I think they can be imperfectly perfect? Yes, I do. So here's what's up. You deserve to love being in education. You deserve to love being in education each and every day. So find that little moment of awesome for 180 school days and then prepare to have your mind blown on what can happen when that final bell of this year rings. It'll be a total game changer. In fact, we're going to talk about game changing moments later, but I want to drop idea number two. And it's a one word idea. Relationships. Now, what's interesting about that term here lately is that it's almost become like a cliche thing that we're like, man, if we've got strong relationships, everything will be better. And I I don't actually think that that's true. I think just because you have a good relationship with a kid doesn't mean that you are then going to take that and leverage that for learning in your content. But I do think relationships have never been more important in education because of the climate and culture shift that's happened in the past few years. I think that we have to put the roots before the fruits. And once we've done that, we can't ignore the fruits. What do I mean by that? Well, I think the roots of what we do in education are connect with kids and we cultivate those relationships. And for some of them, the the kids connect with us very, very quickly. And it's like, oh my gosh, we have so much in common and we laugh together and we learn together. And it's this beautiful chemistry that just happens in our classroom. And I think other kids naturally are just difficult to reach for a variety of reasons. But once we quote, you know, water the seed and cultivate the garden and till the soil and all of the gardeny things that I know shit about, okay? I don't garden, but I do guarantee you that I cultivate relationships with kids. That doesn't mean that they're going to learn my science. Not automatically. That's why sometimes I get frustrated and we're like, relationships are everything. No, they're not. There are a lot, but they're not everything because once we have that relationship, we do have to leverage that for learning. And I think what happens is sometimes we make the mistake of thinking like, well, we just need more stuff. We need more lessons. We need more PDFs. We need, our kids don't need stuff. They need us. If that shouldn't be put on a coffee mug, then I don't know what is, okay? Like that that should be 
on a best-selling teacher coffee mug. And I mean it. I'm, I'm not just trying to be kitschy here. Like our kids don't need stuff. They need us. So how do we get them to talk, to communicate, to connect? Well, I have two simple questions that I ask my kids very often. I ask them to tell me what's going on in their head or tell me what's going on in their heart quite frequently. Do you know what I have replaced? What's wrong? I no longer ask that. I don't say like, hey, what's wrong? I say like, hey, what's going on in your head? What's going on in your heart? Because when kids hear the term, what's wrong? I know as teachers and as humans, that is showing that we care. It's showing that we have compassion. But the only part of that that students hear is the word wrong. They're like, why is it wrong to feel tired? Why is it wrong to feel upset? Why is it wrong to feel that I don't want to be at school today? And so that's not the message that we want to send to kids. So how do we build relationships with kids? Often it's just in small but significant communicative switches. So going up to a kid and be like, hey, tell me what's going on in your head right now. It's open-ended enough where they will take a second and maybe consider what that actually looks like and sounds like and feels like for them in that moment. So how do you want to connect with kids this year? How do you want to build relationships with kids? Because hear me when I say it is never too early or never too late to build deeply rooted relationships with students. That very first day is a great opportunity to start connecting. So is week two. So is week five. So is week 12. And so is the last day of school. And I think that's sometimes what we miss is we think like, man, we got we to gotta connect with kids early. No, we got to connect with kids early and often. So idea number three, let's get into it. Change is a part of growth and you are a game changer for kids. But in order to truly be a game changer for kids in this day and age, in this year, I think we have to remember that we have to be uncomfortable. To be a game changer for kids, sometimes we have to be uncomfortable. And I think now, is the time to step out of our comfort zones and bring our teaching to a whole new level. Sometimes the reason why we've had a bad year, sometimes the reason why we are stressed and struggling is because we get stuck. And when we get stuck, we don't try new things. When we get stuck, we don't step out of our comfort zone. When we are struggling, we aren't looking for new strategies. We're simply trying to survive. But what if this year was the year that we're going to change the game in education, literally, that we are going to turn average into awesome, that we are going to say, I'm going to be a blue apple teacher. What's a blue apple teacher? It's something so different. It's something so unique. It's something so special based off your unique interests, skills, and strengths. You can get red apples at the store. You can get green apples at the store. You can get yellow apples at the store. You can get apples at the store that taste like cotton candy. 
You know what you can't get at a store? A blue apple. You know what you can get in a school? A blue apple. Apples are this kind of symbolic situation that say, hey, apples indicate education. And if we want to change the game, we got to do unique things. We got to try new things. We got to step outside of our comfort zones and we have to be that blue apple. So what are you going to do this year to be a game changer in education? What are you going to try? Because I think that simple changes can cause significant impact. I think sometimes as teachers, we think we have to completely get a brand new curriculum, a brand new um, just set of standards, a brand new philosophy. And like we try to make these really big shifts. Game changers are small but significant shifts that cause us to change the way that we think, act, or respond. And so I want you to be a game changer for kids. But I also want you to crush it for kids. What does crushing it for kids mean? It means that we are walking into our classrooms, into our schools, into our hallways, into our offices, knowing that each and every day is a fresh start. Yes, this school year is a fresh start. When you go back in August or September, when you maybe you've already started, like it already was a fresh start. But so is each and every new day. Each class period, each learning block is a new opportunity to crush it, which is just to do a job particularly well and exceed expectations. I think sometimes we go into something like a new school year with low expectations because we say if we set the bar low, then we won't be disappointed. If we set the bar low, then we aren't constantly draining our energy to to get to that point. But I think when we crush it for kids, we're doing things so well because we enjoy it, because we have momentum, because we know we're making an impact. And sometimes that is simply going to cause us to exceed expectations that we set for ourselves and that our students have for our classrooms. I think also another reminder that we need to crush it for kids is it is okay to be super stinking silly. It is okay to just have this willingness to have fun with kids. Do I wear a fanny pack in my classroom? Yes. If I have keynoted at your school or maybe I've done a conference that you attended or I did a workshop in your school district, there was a strong chance that I wore what I call a party pack. What's a party pack? I have fanny packs in every single color. I literally bought an entire set of them off the Amazon and the fanny packs just say party on them. And what's in that fanny pack from day to day? You just never do know. Maybe it's pencils, maybe it's stickers, maybe it's prizes, maybe it's gift cards, but I attach a speaker to my party pack and I pump, pump the jams. I pump them up while your feet are stomping. That's what I do. I have fun with kids because I know that even on my worst days, There are days that I'm still the best thing in the lives of some of my kids. That's not motivation to just get you like, "Mm, yeah, put it on a mug. No, I genuinely know that and I genuinely mean that. On days when you're like, holy shit, 
it was a train wreck. It was a tornado. I didn't do anything right. I was irritated. I was stressed. I was struggling. I was not a successful teacher today. There was a student, probably multiple students, who saw, heard, or experienced something that you did, and that was their awesome of the day. You were their awesome of the day. So I want to remind you that you've got this. I want to remind you that this motivation that you're feeling right now, these reminders of being a game changer for kids and crushing it and changing the way that we communicate and how we build relationships, like this momentum and this excitement that you're feeling right now doesn't have to fade. I think that we can have the best school year ever. This school year can be your best school year to date. And I know that some of you are really worried because you're like, I'm concerned about how education has been impacted in the past few years. I know that some of you are new to the profession and you just want to start this career with some positive momentum. I know some of you are like veteran teachers who have been in the classroom for years, but you just feel like you're stuck in a rut. You feel like you've lost your way. I know some of you are like, no, Monica, I feel really energetic and I'm really passionate and I'm listening to this because I always want to have a fun, fresh perspective on, on education. And I want you to know that regardless of which bucket you fall into, which boat you're currently sailing on in the sea of teachers, like you are not alone. I have felt those feelings at different points in my career and at different points in my life. And I want you to know that Luckily, I have something for us. So this is not just a 20-minute podcast episode for you. And then you forget about strategies or you forget about trying these ideas or you let this motivation fade. What I want you to know is I have created something for this school year. And I've done it in a few years past. And it has been probably one of the most successful things that individual teachers have decided to do. And it's called the Awesome Academy for Teachers. And I want to tell you a little bit about it because I think if you are excited about this concept of 180 Days of Awesome and building strong-rooted relationships with kids and being that blue apple game changer kind of teacher and exceeding expectations because you want to crush it for kids, then the Awesome Academy is for you because it's fun and it's flexible and it's all online which means you don't have to worry about sub plans. You don't have to worry about being out of the classroom and your principal being like, we can't get a sub for you because the Awesome Academy is 100% virtual. Another really cool thing about this is during the Awesome Academy, I have 12 Facebook live events over the course of the school year. And what I love about these live events is you can dive in and ask all the questions that you're eager to get answered. And it means it's personalized. So you're getting specific help in the exact areas where you need support. If you had a terrible Tuesday and we've got a live event that night, you can get onto these live events and say, here's what happened. Monica, what should I do? What's the next step? Not only that is over the course of the year in the Awesome Academy for Teachers, there are 32 super engaging videos that you can watch on your couch with a glass of wine if you want. So it's basically like binge watching your favorite Netflix show, except it's binge watching strategies, stories, solutions, things that you can use in your classroom that are going to create your best year yet. 
this is one of my favorite parts because I get to partner for the Awesome Academy with my school district that I teach in right now. And because they are partnering with me, you can earn up to 60 hours of official PD credit, which means that you're not going to have to worry about a conference or writing a grant for some sort of events that's going to cost like so much money for these in-person events. You can earn up to 60 hours worth of PD credit, which is so much PD credit for a fun, flexible online environment. Not to mention there are tons of thought-provoking questions. So you are going to walk away from the Awesome Academy with hundreds of ideas. No exaggeration, no cap, as the kids say. And it's really flexible, so you get to work on the Awesome Academy. You get to work on the PD content during times that works best for you. That means that you're not going to have to worry about missing out on quality time with your kids or missing a soccer game or missing something for your own family because it is a virtual environment where everything is stored and organized in a completely virtual environment. The Awesome Academy is legit what you need to have your best school year yet and to start fresh if you have had a bad year recently. I want to invite you to participate in that because each of the things that we have talked about in this episode, that concept of 180 days of awesome, we're going to dive in further and we're going to talk about how you can leverage that for learning. Building Rooted Relationships, we are going to do an entire course called The Rooted Classroom. So you can get ways to build those relationships to dive into social and emotional learning in a fun, effective way. We're going to talk about being a game changer for kids and strategic, engaging strategies to get kids raising their hand, participating, and motivated to actually want to be in your classroom. And we're going to end the Awesome Academy with crushing it for kids so you can end this school year with the same amount of energy and the same amount of enthusiasm that you started the year with. If your next 180 days could truly be your best school year year yet, what would that be worth to you? Your sanity? Your future as a teacher? Your burnout is going to disappear because you are going to be so excited to walk into school each day with a fresh perspective, with some new ideas, with some great strategies, with the motivation that this episode has brought you, but for 180 days. I want you to know that teaching is just this emotional roller coaster that we are all riding on together. But once we get off the roller coaster each night, we don't have to dread getting back in line to hop on board again tomorrow. We can be excited about this job, even though it's hard, even though it's frustrating sometimes, even though people are making bad choices for us as educators. You know what? Each day we get to actively make the choice to walk into our schools and say, no, I'm making a huge impact on kids and I'm going to celebrate education. So I hope that this episode has been awesome. I hope it's exactly what you needed. If you want more information on joining the Awesome Academy, please know that registration is still open, but only for a short period of time more because our first course is starting during that first week of September. So the first full week of September, I should say. You've still got some time. But you can go to monicajenta.com forward slash 
awesome academy. I'm going to put a direct link in the show notes as well, but it's monicajensit.com forward slash awesome academy. I think that all of us deserve a fresh start. I think all of us want a fresh start, but sometimes we just need to make one active choice in order to get us there. And I think that signing up for the Awesome Academy could be your one active choice that you are making once you hit stop on this podcast episode. I am so excited to do life with you this school year. I am so excited that you took some time out of your teacher life to listen to this episode. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for considering signing up for the Awesome Academy at monicagenta.com forward slash Awesome Academy. But most importantly, I want to thank you for living this teacher life.